what I want to do uh, first, I've got a couple folks I just wanted to chat just for just for a minute or uh, two or three minutes about a couple different things. I've got some questions for them, and then we're going to have uh, uh, have Sam. He's been very gracious to join us tonight. The founder of of uh, Mission Five Million, and I'm uh, going to let him uh, talk to us a little bit as well. So, uh, first person I wanted just to, just to chat with is uh, is um, Barbara. So, Barbara, are you unmuted there and on the line? Uh, yep, I'm here. Okay, cool. And, and, and Barbara, do you just want to tell everybody uh, uh, where you're from? Uh, I'm sorry. Could you say that again? I, I missed it. Oh, yeah, just tell us uh, tell us where you're located. Where Where are you from? Oh, I'm in a town called Oskaloosa, Iowa, and we're about 70 miles southeast of Des Moines, which is kind of smack in the middle of the state. Okay, very cool. And uh, and Barbara is on uh, William Kruger's team, so William's out in Maryland, and they've done some work together in the past. And Barbara, I just had a couple of questions for you. I know uh, you've been on the phone with Dad and I doing some three-way calls and some appointments and things there, and um, I just had a couple of questions kind of related to that. Uh, I know that you've done some uh, direct sales work in the nutrition space before. How is how is what we're doing with Mission 5 Million, how is that unique compared to what you've done in the past? Oh, really, I think it's about the, the motivation behind what we're doing in that, um, you know, when I'm sharing the, the, well, share the mission with people, when I'm talking to um, folks at church, I'm talking to folks in the coffee shop here in town, uh, when I when I tell them that you know it's not just another nutritional supplement company, but it's it's a company with a huge purpose, and we've got this tremendous mission that we will accomplish, and that generally catches their attention, and, it, and it's just a completely different pro- approach than uh, than with just trying to sell a product. Yeah, no, that's great, and uh, and, and how how is um. Uh, how has the mission kind of energized you into action? I know that you initially connected with Dad and made some calls to some of your top prospects there. Tell me about that and how kind of getting moving has, has helped you move forward there. Well, you know, I've been working with a ministry that uh, has an orphanage in Honduras for about six years now, and uh, so I could see how God was kind of preparing my heart for this uh, to be the focus of, of what I do with my life in terms of you know, saving orphans, caring for orphans. And as we're talking to uh, some of the, the folks around town here, we've been kind of focusing on some of the local business people, uh, Christian, Christian businessmen. And um, oh, really it, it's just helping them to understand, uh, just, you know, what it is we're about. You know, um, it, it, it's tricky sometimes to get into their, <laughs> into their schedules. But, um, you know, just being able to talk to people, it really, it hasn't seemed to be much different, I guess, uh, than talking to people at church, talking to people, you know, locally in the coffee shop and such, because the mission is so huge. And um, to to have people from from that perspective in that position, and, and, you know, one of the gentlemen we've talked to is actually a, a very big pillar in our community. And we're still trying to get a hold of him and to sit down and really talk to him about this. Um, but I really see that that it's it's important to get these guys in and to really help them understand that it's it's not just a nutritional supplement company. It's a mission. It's a huge mission. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And that's definitely just something that I've uh, more and more realized that we are not 
selling a product. We are not recruiting for a company. We are promoting this mission. And when you make that shift, uh, that's that's kind of the that, that's the shift that you got to make mentally and how you're going about this because people gravitate towards being involved with the mission. Uh, people are a little standoffish from being you know sold a product or gotten into something you know. So it's a it's just a very unique concept that we're dealing with. So hey, last question, Barb. You've got um, sure. uh, you had the chance to go to Chicago to one of the the, the events put on by. Uh, back corporate, and and then uh, we're also. I know that you're excited and going to be going to uh, to Branson here for the launch. So just real quick, just um, and maybe just a couple of sentences. What was your experience at the conference in Chicago, and then uh, what would you say to somebody that's considering heading out to Branson with us? Oh wow! Um, you know, going to Chicago, I really I expected to learn about products and to uh, learn about how to build a business and such. Um, but what I saw was uh, leadership of the company with this tremendous character and this tremendous passion for what we're doing in this mission and such an incredible willingness to share their knowledge and their wisdom and their experiences to help us succeed so that we can succeed as a mission also. Yeah. And in no, terms of Branson, I just... <laughs> in terms of Branson, I tell you what, if, if anybody is on the fence on that, just go, you know, just go, because this isn't going to be, like I said, and it's not going to be just learning about building your business or learning about products. This is going to be a very momentous weekend, and it's going to be an official start of something. As Bo Short keeps saying, it's going to shock the world, and, and I don't say that um, in jest at all. I really believe that's what we're going to do. We are going to shock the world. So just go, <laughs> just go. <laughs> well, cool. Well, well, Barbara, thank you so much. We're, we're proud of you and the work that you're doing and uh, looking forward to meeting you out in Branson at the end of the month. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, hey, uh, next I'm going to have uh, actually my sister, my younger sister, uh, Mary. Mary, are you, are you on and unmuted there? Yep. Cool. Um, I'm just going to ask you a few questions, kind of like I did with Barb. Uh, uh, First, Mary, how old are you? Seventeen. Seventeen, and uh, and just tell folks where you're at school-wise. What? I said, just tell tell everybody where you're at school-wise. School-wise, like where do I go to school? Yeah, where do you go, and what grade are you going into? Okay. Um, I am a rising senior at Northside High School, which is in Roanoke, Virginia. Um, yeah. Hey, same idea. We have to put just keep it Very cool. So, um, now, Mary, you got started just uh, just about a week and a half ago. How has your uh, introduction into working with Mission Five Million just uh, give us a snapshot of what that's been like? Um, I've basically just kind of. I made a list and I picked a couple people that I thought would be um, likely to become customers and most of them are actually old church friends and I just met them at Starbucks and kind of went over the mission and why personally I think it's something that would benefit them and also just as kind of a double aspect like if you're purchasing our product you're also supporting a child and all of them were successful. Uh, I also met with an old friend of mine from a youth group, and he's actually fired up and is going to start distributing as well. So, so far I've had a pretty successful week and a half, and I'm looking forward to keeping it up. 
Cool. So, so how many how many appointments have you done? Uh, four. Four. Okay. And out of that, uh, uh, you tell me tell me what you said. All have been successful. So everybody is either purchased or going to purchase. Is that right? Yep. Um, two have already purchased, and then one is just kind of waiting on another paycheck to turn over, and then they're going to give me the okay to place the order. That's awesome. That's very cool. And then you're you're by far the youngest person on the team. And just so people know, uh, Mantech actually allows distributors as young as I believe it's 14 uh, to actually engage and do the business side of it. So uh, Mary saw this as an opportunity for that. But Mary, uh, last question: Where do you see this uh, for you being a part of this? You know, 10, 20 years down the road. Um, personally, I've um, gravitated towards missions in the past couple years of my life. Um, just kind of decided I wanted to make that a career, if at all possible. Um, so naturally, missions people need a second income, <laughs> and so I kind of have always been around sales. You know, John and my dad have been in direct marketing or some sort of sales, you know, my whole life. Um, Mantech kind of came along, and I was like, well, this is cool. I'm gonna give it a shot, but as far as big picture, I would like to have it be a very substantial income so that I can then turn around and open teen crisis centers that focus on putting tools in the hands of teenagers that are in the projects or the slums or wherever they are. Um, so if I get a kid who comes in who's good with computers, giving him an ITT sort of um, schooling and just basically anything that I get that they're naturally gravitated towards, taking that and making it either a job or a way to get into college. So my goal is to open teen crisis centers through my management income that can get kids out of, or teenagers rather, out of, you know, their situations and so they can get out and really um, move forward in their life and get a job and just kind of break their cycle in life. So, yeah. Awesome. That's great. Well, well, yeah, and that's what Bo talks about often is that our mission doesn't have to be your mission, but if you can join us in ours, and then that would allow you to do what you're passionate about because we free up your time, we free up your income down the road. So, um, Mary, we're, we're, we're very proud of you and, and appreciate what you're doing and looking forward to this uh, great success here with you for a long time. And, um, and I have to, guys, I have to kind of paint the picture. When I first entered direct sales, my first week, eight, 87 appointments, and I got zero responses out of 87 appointments when I first enrolled. So, uh, you know, one, we have a unique mission. Two, we have excellent training with Bo Short and the team. And three, uh, the, just the, the opportunity that we have to already, this, you know, people are going to be uh, far more successful yeah. uh, with this. So, Mary, we're proud of you. So. Uh, hey Sam, you uh, you still there? I'm here. All right. Hello. So, hey uh, Sam Caster, Sam is uh, doesn't need an introduction, but he is the founder of of Manatech and founder of uh, Mission Five Million and Mana Relief. And I texted him today just to see if he could hop on the call with us for a few minutes, and he said he could. So, uh, Sam, we're we're just thrilled to have you on. Well, thanks for having me on. I love listening to the stories. This is great. Yeah, it's good. Well, we uh, and we greatly appreciate just what you've put together. Uh, Sam, I just have a few questions for you. Uh, what, tell me, tell me what you see as we shift officially into this social entrepreneur model. 
what do you see kind of over the next few months as we make that change? And then uh, I guess one thing that's kind of in my mind is the momentum that, that, that this shift would create just within our organizations. Well, I think the, the shift is critical to position our company uh, in the place that it really needs to be. You know, we, uh, we've always been mission-minded in this organization. I started Manor Relief in 1997. Uh, it officially became a not-for-profit in 99, but we started feeding kids as long ago as 1997. So we've always had the heart and the passion. We just didn't understand the model. And uh, once I learned about the, the model of social entrepreneurship, it completely changed my perspective on how to do the business, why to do the business. And I think what it gives us is a little bit of what you heard tonight, which is an open door. I'm listening to one company, the profile of that. I'm going to do what he's wanting. He's still with me. Can you give me the board number? I'm listening to that one. If you can hit uh, star on your line, if you haven't already. Go find up other Hey, Sam. Tomorrow is shoot because, I'm gonna, you know, mute the call and then great. Uh, I already have tomorrow shoot. Apologize, guys. Here, give me just uh, just one second here. All right, Sam. I think we're uh, I think we're good now. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. I think we're good. Okay. Well, I, I was just saying that I think that the that the shift is important because it, it positions us in the right industry. And, uh, and it'll, it allows everyone to have a more meaningful conversation about who we are and what we do. I want to do the social walk, man, not okay. the walk. Okay, Sam, I apologize. I got to do one okay. thing to get this time out. Give people the company and do the, some social walk for the other country, like for the tile. No, no, no. Conference muted. Hey, Sam, if you will push 8-8 star. That'll uh, have you join as a as someone uh, to be able to speak. Sam, did that uh, did that work? I haven't heard you back on here yet. And it's eight eight star. Hey Sam, are you, go, go ahead. We're just we're just going to do it this way. That that eight eight star didn't work there. So, um, hey Sam, just a couple more uh, quick questions for you. Uh, if you could uh, talk about uh, Branson and what people can expect there. Hey Sam, did I did I lose you when we made that transition? Hey, guys, I apologize if you'll just bear with us one moment here. A couple of uh, technical difficulties. Hey, Sam, were you able to hop back on there?
Okay. John, tell okay. everybody again to hit four star. Yeah, no, that's okay. I think uh, I think if you can, uh, you, you know, you just hit four star. I think you need your own lineup. Sam, did, did you hop back on there? Okay. Hey, I think we lost Sam, but what what we'll do? Um, it was great to have his perspective on kind of kind of just the vision of the company and what this shift is going to do for us uh, moving forward. Uh, you know, I was going to ask him to talk about Branson a little bit. I think Barbara hit on that and kind of uh, kind of what we can expect. Uh, you know, moving forward, and then Branson, and again, what, uh, you know, what Bo has been talking about, basically, with uh, Branson coming up, is that this is the, uh, this is the first time the company will launch, this is the first time we're going to launch into this social entrepreneur space, which, as Sam was saying, is a, uh, is a new, uh, new Uh model, Um, so, hey, uh, Sam, I don't know, was that you that just hopped back on there? Yeah, I just got back on. Sorry. Okay, cool. No, sorry about that. Um, it's okay. Sam, I was, uh, I was just going to, uh, real quick, if you could just touch on uh, Branson and what that is going to look like and what that's going to be for us as we kind of launch into this space here. Well, I think, first of all, it will give everybody the absolute best perspective you can imagine on what social entrepreneurship is and how the best way to articulate it to the people you know. Secondly, our guest speaker is Dr. Ben Carson. And uh, if you've never heard Ben Carson, that in itself is worth the price of admission because he is just one incredible individual. And uh, I know Ben Carson very well. He's taken our product for years. He took it when he had a desperate need in his life. He even wrote about it in his book, Take a Risk. So he's a, he's a major fan of Manitech, glyconutrients, and M5M. So he's going to be a great speaker. And, uh, and then I think the rest of it is just, you know, like someone said on the call a few minutes ago, it's just a historic event. It's where we officially transform into this, you know, new model of doing business. And, uh, you know, years from now we'll be able to look back on that day and say that's the day that we crossed over and actually, you know, started uh, full-time in this new venture. So it's going to be exciting, I think. Yeah, that's great. Well, we, I know we've got uh, right now we've got about a dozen folks on the team that are planning on being out there, and hopefully we uh, between now and then we might end up with a few more. But I know um, I know that I know that we're we're looking into it, uh, looking forward to it. And hey, uh, Sam, I got two more questions. One of the things you touched on there was just uh, how moving into this social entrepreneur model uh, allows us to have more meaningful conversations, and also just uh, how that shift is. Now, you have, uh, you know, you were the founder of Manitech, which is a, a traditional direct sales model. How does that, uh, and, and I don't know maybe the best way to phrase this, but how does this shift into this model and our actual day-to-day how we operate, uh, how does that shift into the social entrepreneur model uh, really change it? And, or I guess maybe a better way to put it is how would you convey this to somebody that says, hey, this is uh, just another direct sales opportunity like all the rest of them out there. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I was at a symposium uh, about three weeks ago in Mexico hosted by former President Vicente Fox, and the guest speaker was Mohamed Yunus, who's the Nobel Prize winner for creating the microloan concept, which is the number one strategy for solving poverty in the world. And he said the biggest obstacle they had is in Bangladesh was creating a new banking instrument because the word lending had such a horrible perception in the marketplace. 
You had money lenders that put people into bondage. You had banks that were cutthroat uh, and not friendly to consumers. And so when he was trying to create a new micro loan to put people into business, he said that was the, the biggest problem was the perception of, of the loan industry. So he said they did everything just the opposite. You know, if the banks required collateral, they didn't. If they wanted credit, he didn't. If the banks forced you to come into the bank and justify why you were worthy of a loan, he said, we went out into the villages and, and basically presented the opportunity that everybody is worthy of a chance at life. And I think that's the, the best way to describe what's going on here. He took the best of what the banking industry had to offer, which was the loan instrument, and moved it into a new environment, you know, where it was user-friendly and, and brought value into people's lives. And I think that's the same thing. Uh, I was interviewed today by a magazine, as a matter of fact, and they asked me this very same question. And I answered it, by the way, the same way. And I said, so, so you know, we've been in an industry that unfortunately has been uh, manipulated by a lot of people who, who believe that business opportunity is the only product that you sell in this industry anymore and your products don't matter. And, you know, if you become very proficient at recruiting and training and personal development, you can make a fortune. And I think the whole public kind of got turned off you know, uh, with that sort of approach. So what we took from the industry is the only way to create a global footprint of consumers and moved it into the social entrepreneur, you know, business model. And so what that does is it changes completely the way we talk to people. And, and, and probably the best person that I've heard define that is, is Bo Short. He said, for 25 years, I taught people to avoid the one question that everybody asks you when you start talking to them. What is this? And nobody wanted to answer that question in that old industry. In the new industry of social entrepreneurship, you want people to ask that question. And then, you know, you, you answer it in such a way that positions our company in this new paradigm shift into social entrepreneurship. And, and both scripting around that is perfect. You ever heard of Tom Shoes? Every time they sell a pair, they donate a pair. We're with a company that is solving global malnutrition, utilizing that same model. Every time we sell one of our advanced real food products, you know, we're able to donate that same quality to a child in need. And the crazy thing about this company is they people, pay people like you and I, you know, to help them facilitate their goal of meeting the needs of 5 million kids. And you don't have to do what I do, but I want to talk to you about how you can help me save the life of a child. And I'm telling you, that is a different conversation. And, uh, you know, John, I met Vicente Fox two years ago, president of Mexico, former president of Mexico, at a uh, fundraising event in Dallas. And uh, I introduced myself after the event, and he said, so what do you do? And I said, I'm a social entrepreneur. We've got an organization that's developed the most advanced technology for solving childhood malnutrition. And through our business model, we fund our own activity, you know, and uh, we're meeting the needs of the most vulnerable kids all over the world. And he didn't say, well, good luck with that or, or anything like that. He said, when are you going to bring that to Mexico and how can I help? How are you going to meet the needs of the most vulnerable kids in Mexico? And I said, well, actually, I'm looking for a distribution partner, you know, for Manor Relief or not-for-profit that can help me reach 
these children in Mexico. And he said, well, my wife and I have a foundation. Do you think we might qualify? Now, President, now, President Fox was probably not in, on anybody's prospect list, you know, because you kind of prejudge people like that, right? Too important, too big, too busy. I'm telling you, when you start talking to people about truly, authentically, you know, saving the lives of children, you can talk to anybody. And that's, that's what's exciting about this transition. Yeah, that is, that's great, and that's a, that's a great uh, explanation that you gave there. Um, you know, Sam, I've, I've had a lot of very similar, I mean, I've, I've gone to people that in my direct sales ventures in the past had been very turned off, would not give me an appointment at the time of day, but I go to them with this, and I give them the scripting that Bo has given us about, uh, about Tom's shoes and using that similar model to affect malnutrition, and at the very least, the people are engaged and they're giving me referrals. They're, they're not necessarily giving me an appointment directly, but they're at least giving me referrals and they want to see what I'm doing with this organization, what we're doing as, a, as an organization with this mission, be successful. So, so yeah, so that's great. Hey, uh, Sam, I told you two questions. I have one more that popped up I wanted to ask you. So, um, so two more and then, and then we'll be done. Uh, here in just a few minutes. So, uh, one question I had, and, and this is this has come up a couple times in talking with some prospects and things. You know, the company has had its its ups and downs. If you've read, uh, uh, if anybody on the call has read Linda Castor's book uh, uh, about kind of the story of Manatech and, and Mana Relief, uh, you kind of see a, a back backdoor picture of what that's been like. But um, so, Sam, the company's had its ups and downs. Where do you think? We're at now in terms of uh, stability and being able to move forward and and uh, you know kind of pass some of those things that uh, that have showed up on the radar uh, before and moving forward into this mission in terms of just a corporate stability viewpoint. Well, from corporate stability, uh, we've always been debt free because that's a principle that I live by. So I would never allow the company to go into debt which means that uh, in the good times you're making money, in the bad times you can protect the company from, you know, uh, lenders trying to foreclose on, on notes and things like that. So we're very stable as an organization. Uh, you know, we did go through, through uh, a, a time when our original method of approaching the marketplace was using scientific literature to validate the efficacy of our product uh, particularly to people who had health challenges. And, you know, in about 2006, the FDA came out with a very narrow view of what should be allowed uh, in, in that area. For instance, Cheerios had done some wonderful research showing that Cheerios could actually lower cholesterol. Well, when the FDA came out with this narrow view, they said, you know, that's a drug claim. Quaker Oats said we could improve heart health. That's a drug claim. You know, we said we could be of benefit in many different, you know, conditions. Those were all drug claims under that narrow definition, and it sort of changed our paradigm completely. And it kind of paralyzed us for a couple of years trying to figure out, well, what do we do from here? But let me tell you something. I would go through it all again if I knew we would end up with where we're at today. Because where we're at today is actually the plan that can fulfill the destiny that we've been called to. Being able to talk to anybody, anywhere, engaging people in a meaningful conversation about changing the world, transforming society, you know, solving the biggest problem that children face in the world, 
is a much bigger, broader opportunity than we've ever had. So we're starting to see a lot of traction underneath us now, and I think we're just at the, at the starting blocks, only we're starting with a company that is in 24 different countries of the world and already profitable and going in the right direction. So this is a great place to start the new venture of social entrepreneurship. All right. Oh, that, that, that's great, and that's a that's a, a great way to put it. And that's what I tell folks. It's uh, uh, same the analogy I've been using is it's, it's everybody knows Apple today as the company that created the iPhone, but before then there were Apple computers, and people, you know, ten or fifteen percent of the market had an Apple computer, and that was that. But now today, half of Americans that own own smartphones own iPhones. So it's kind of what I've been explaining to people is it's kind of like. Uh, Manatech was the Apple computers, if you will, and we're about to launch the iPhone and completely revolutionize an industry called social entrepreneurship. So um, that's great. La- last question, Sam. Uh, what do you see big picture, uh, I mean, uh, just just from hearing you talk on, on the videos and the conversation we've been able to have over the phone before, where do you see this organization, and, and even if you want to drill it down to one person on a team, uh, you know, from that small level all the way up to the to to a team like ours that you know going into this business period we've got about uh, 20 21 folks that are engaged and growing and uh, all the way up to the whole organization of, of Manatech as a whole. Where do you see this going 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road? Well, you know, it's interesting. You just mentioned that we're gonna revolutionize the industry of social entrepreneurship, and I believe that that is the case. And why that's important is the very first article that I read on social entrepreneurship was published by Harvard Business Review, and they said social entrepreneurship will become the most powerful, profitable, and purposeful business of the 21st century, and we haven't seen anything like it since the Industrial Revolution. That is perspective. That is how big this industry is, is going to be. And when I met with Mohammed Yunus and President Fox, you know, they acknowledged that Manitech has created the first social entrepreneur organization that has no regional boundaries because we have a seamless organization that, that allows people to talk to people all over the world, recruit consumers, recruit people that want to champion our cause in over 24 countries around the world. So, You're right, we're going to revolutionize that industry. But at the same time, we're going to revolutionize the network marketing distribution model. Uh, You know, again, it started off with with a great concept. It kind of got used and abused and manipulated. And uh, we're going to bring credibility back into that marketplace because it is truly, you know, one of the only business distribution systems that allow people from all over the world to participate in a world-changing, you know, movement and get compensated for it. So I think we have no idea where this thing is going because it is so revolutionary and it fits so well together. Plus, you know, what really makes it all work is we have a, a real food technology that we have patented that actually works. I met with a with one of the largest distribution organizations in the world of food products for starving people uh, just uh, Sunday night. And the the thing they wanted to talk to me about is how do we get real food nutrients in our food products? Because we've been using synthetics all these years, and we just didn't know any better. 
So I'm telling you, the whole world is waking up to this real food revolution, and uh, we're going to deliver it in, in a way that's never been done before by combining the networking distribution model with this incredible new revolutionary way of doing business called social entrepreneurship. Great, and, and Sam, that's uh, that's wonderful perspective from you, especially having been involved in in the network marketing space now for over two decades, but also uh, now moving into the social entrepreneur space. So um, I know that you know uh, Barbara early on the call said we're going to shock the world. I mean, I, that's the that's the message I'm telling people when I'm doing one-on-ones or I'm doing group presentations. I'm relaying the big picture of this that. Uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a prophet. I don't have a crystal ball. But if 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 our company and and I would say when our company, just because I've studied all the pieces, I think all the pieces are in play. Uh, that when our company walks out this mission, uh, we're going to uh, revolutionize and, and 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 not just these industries that we're a part of, a social entrepreneurship and direct sales or network marketing and uh, the nutrition space that usually uses synthetics and now we are using whole food and we've pioneered that as a company, but even just uh, revolutionizing social problems because one of the things that I foresee is that our company, uh, Sam, the goal that you've given us, that vision of 5 million kids, um, I, you know, I went to public school, that simple math, we got to grow about 50 to 100-fold uh, to reach that goal, and that's going to stretch us as a team and as an organization. But at the same time, that's going to allow us to create, find, and educate thousands of social entrepreneurs around the world that then we are able to just, you know, we time together because of this one mission of malnutrition but like Mary, who was on the call earlier, she has a vision for how she wants to personally be engaged socially. And all these social entrepreneurs that we're going to create, they will then be able to unleash into the world to, to solve all sorts of problems. So, um, so anyway, Sam, it's just great, great having you on the call. Uh, we look forward to seeing you, uh, seeing you in Branson uh, and, and, and meeting you there in person. Uh, and then I, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick, if you don't mind, if, uh, uh, it, 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 for all the folks that are coming to Branson, uh, would you have about 15 or 20 minutes that just our team could get together with you for a few minutes just to, just to meet with you and chat with you and take some photos and that sort of thing? Yeah, since you put me on the spot, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'd love to do that. You know, listen, okay. I, I love this business because we get to meet great people all over the world. And uh, so, I'd listen, I would love to do that. I'd love being on your call. Have me on anytime. This is great. That sounds good. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for being on the call. And uh, everybody else, we're just uh, we're, we're so proud of, of everything you're doing. I know Dad and I are on the phone with lots of you uh, many times throughout the week and, and uh, doing appointments with you and hearing about what you're doing in different areas. And we're, we're so proud of what you're doing for yourself but also for this mission uh, and the lives that we've affected, just a, just a brief update, you know, our first business period in, uh, as a result of that, our team, you know, there's now 20 kids uh, that this month, this past month, uh, that we just finished July, uh, there were 20 kids that got nourished every day as a result of that, and we're just looking to continue to grow that and continue to impact more lives, both here personally as well as all over the world with, uh, with Mission 5 Million. So, Sam, thank you again. Everybody else have a have a great night, and if you're in the Roanoke area, we look forward to seeing you on Thursday, and 
Um, everybody else, we hope you can make it to Branson, or if not, we'll be seeing you and talking with you very soon. So thank you guys. Have a good night. Thanks, John.